it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Ah! Cincinnati, we gon' rise and up. In the jungle, we unite and up. Trippin' orange and black and white. Who day when we fight? Live and die in these stripes. Now who got a move I can Welcome to another episode of Bengals and Brews. I am Del Altman, joined by actually one of my co-hosts, Joe. Joe. I'm here. You're here. Yeah. What's up? And then joined by one of the beautiful ladies from Tiger Stalk, Kayla. She is holding down the fort. There's supposed to be three ladies here. We have one. Whitney will be here. Jerry has a sick baby. It happens. We know Jess is at opening day. Reds are currently losing five to four, top of the ninth. So we'll keep you guys updated. Or if you're watching, whatever. Kayla, are you with us? Are you frozen? I was just going to say, is she frozen for you too? (laughs) Man, I think she's frozen and her mic's muted. Yep. Kayla. Kayla, can you hear us? Kayla. Kayla's got a new setup. Yeah. So she may be it having is some different. issues. Yeah. Her normal spot she's, is getting worked on. So she will be back with us shortly. Or this this is the new Tiger Stalks. It's me and Joe. Yeah. Me and you, man. So welcome okay. to Tiger Stalk. I'm Jer Bear. Um, Whitney, the smartass of the group. Uh, that fits. That tracks. Hey, I, I, I asked Whitney multiple times, are we related? Because I yeah. feel like we're possibly related somewhere down the line. Could be. So I I didn't get to see where you guys did the mock today. So do you remember at least like top three rounds who you guys picked? Well, we had a choice between Mayor and Darnell Wright, which is a good choice to have. And I, I went with right. I just had, yep. I want to solidify the I'm line. On board. I'm on board. Hey, Kayla, you back? Hey, I don't know what just happened, but I'm back. <laughs> yeah, you were like, your mic was muted. It was like basically coming off of the thing and you were just frozen. Yeah. And then we were like, Kayla. Yeah, I just eventually, I, oh, did I get lost again? Well, we uh, can still hear you. Okay, I don't know what's happening, but Okay. We're telling the people, new spot. You're in a new spot of the house. So yep. it's all a little different setup. Yeah, I've got my cardboard cutout of Joe Burra right here next to me. So go. perfect. It's a good spot. It's, yeah. Tigress oh. Bruise. Yeah, I mean, whatever works. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Where, where's the lady? We only have one right now, but Whitney's on her way. <laughs> Ladies, yeah, yeah. If you were tuning in, me and Joe are as close to feminine as you're gonna get outside of you know actual females. You're gonna have to change your names again, like you did last time. It was girls' night. Yeah, what did you change your name last time to? I think it was uh, Baydale. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, and then Jeff was Sarah Ice. That's right. Jeff was on there with me. So I don't know. I mean, 
Jerry has the, like, once again, she has sick baby at home, so totally understandable. Uh, Just trying to watch the Reds lose because, you know, that's what they do. I mean, maybe they'll win, right? I mean, they'll win one at least this year. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) Good odds. 62 games. Get your bets in. (laughs) Get your bets in. They'll win at least one. You heard it here first. (laughs) Speaking of winners, there she is. Hey guys, you're late. Five minutes. (laughs) I know. A woman of her word. Am I breaking up really bad? No, I was last time. Okay. Hey, sound good. You were on the floor last time, right? I am again. Oh, fair enough. Why are you on the floor? We're just making it work right now. I have sold my desk. I have sold my, like, I don't have my old laptop anymore. I don't have any furniture, hardly. Is everything okay? Do we need to go fund me for you? I Yes, okay. Let's do that. <laughs> we'll turn one down. Today's episode. <laughs> Send Whitney money. Let me drop my Venmo. <laughs> All the money. Buy her a house. Buy her a mansion. The they Florida all start area. selling feet pics. I'll settle for uh, shower curtains and towels right now. That'd be good. <laughs> Hi. Hi, guys. Hi. Sorry. Hello. We were going to talk breakout candidates, but before we do that, just how, how's the vibes? How's the free agency vibes? We'll just start there. I'm feeling pretty good about what we've done so far. I was really excited about Irv. I think I liked him as a tight end before a lot of the big names got taken off. So, yeah, I like I like what we've done. Obviously, Orlando and Nick Scott. I think is going to be great. So, yeah, you were you were on Irv pretty early, Dale. I remember you talking about him. Well, because he's 24 years old. Like, he's 24 years old. He's just had a couple injuries. Like, you take out those injuries, and it's like... You never know. uh, Why can't this dude ball out for us? Like, he's had some production early on in his career with the Vikings, so... And I think his rookie year, wasn't he playing behind Rudolph still? Yeah, and he he still had, like, 300-some yards and a couple touchdowns even his rookie season. So, like, as the second option. Now we yeah. got this beautiful lady in the chat. Her name is Pam Wilson. Hi, Pam. And we love her very much. Not Pam, much are you so that. excited? We have another crop top king as tight end for you. That's that's <laughs> where I was going to go with that. So, Wit, have you seen the pictures? Has your mom seen the pictures? <laughs> What's the vibes on the Irv Smith abs? Yeah, we're just, um, we're all into show us your TEs right now. Like, <laughs> like it's, it's what it's all about. So she's digging it. Two thumbs up from Pam. And then he shows up to sign in a Carhartt. And I'm like, Derek has at least two or three of those same coach. You know he does. Oh, 100%. <laughs> she's so, so excited. <laughs> oh, she said it in all caps with the exclamation point. I told you. <laughs> well, we... We know Bengals and Bourbon's job this year. If he goes to taste the NFL, Irv Smith's there. He's got to get like <laughs> the ad picture sign. Like, yeah, to Pam. I'm going to take Love Mom her. there and have her abs signed. Have him sign her abs. Oh, <laughs> I love that. Spicy. <laughs> then she's going to like get the tattoo on her yeah. abs of yeah. the signature. I think this is what we're going to start doing now. All right, Pam, that's your Christmas gift for next year. It's happening. It's already in motion. No matter what you say, it's got to happen now. <laughs> yeah, I've been, I've, I've loved bits and pieces of free agency. Overall, I think we're killing it. I mean, I couldn't have been more excited about Orlando. I just, I still have lingering sadness over Von Bell in particular and Hayden Hurst, even though I'm excited for Swerve season. Um, it made me sad because he was just so good and such a big part of the culture, I think. So bought into the Bengals. I thought it was true love. <laughs> I guess. You know. Between, between your mom and him though, right? Or just right, the whole well, fan base. I had his I had his I mom's number. To call him stepdad. I was I had his mom's number, so I thought he was gonna call me stepdad. <laughs> Near Bengals and Bourbon. I was going to say, it was complicated. Me and Matt. Matt, Yes, we talked to his mom quite a bit. Ew. 
we would have been related in some really weird way. I think so. But but the Von Bull is probably the one that broke my heart the most. So I'm glad that we're having a good free agency other than that. And I've liked who we've signed because it's helped me stop crying as hard about Von Bell. Yeah. <laughs> it's helped me gr- the grieving process speed up a little bit. But yeah, it's been good. I think we're in a good position to draft whoever the best player is for that first pick. So what she said, yeah, we don't have any glaring holes as of now. I don't think. Now, is there any favorites you guys have for the draft? I know Whitney, you probably haven't been able to even think about that. I don't even like, know what's going on. I come to the show. I literally, when I you come to the show, I'm like, I come for at the educational experience. <laughs> you guys tell me what I missed. <laughs> okay, so I'll ask Kayla this. Yeah. Okay. I don't wait. watch college. So basically, I get on every hype train. Everyone's like, oh, look at Bijan Robinson. I'm like, yes, absolutely. I would love him to be a Bengal. Oh, <laughs> like Michael Mayer, Fair. absolutely sign me up. Like, that's just how I am. I'll get excited over anybody. So, <laughs> it's my toxic trait. Okay, well, I'll say this. So right tackle, we don't know if Jonah wants to be here or not. And then tight end, we did sign Irv. So let's just say the the best right tackle potentially that we could get at 28 is there, and so is the best tight end we could get. Which one would you lean toward and why, just based on position, regardless of names? Right tackle for me. Yeah, I think that that's probably a more – premium position right maybe uh, like I, as far yeah. as yeah yeah it, but here's a question for you guys historically aren't like how how successful is first round tackles coming out of the draft because wasn't jonah <laughs> the last time we took a and then billy price before that right yeah. Yeah, and he was so. But Ragnall went yeah, ahead of him, who was successful. Yeah. If you yeah. look back True. over history, like there's a lot of really good first round offensive tackles. Like some of the best in the league were first rounders. Sewell, who that whole debate a couple years ago. Um, Darisol for the Vikings is one of the best left tackles right now. Was just drafted a few years ago in the first round. So, I mean, there's a lot of misses. The draft in general, there's a lot of misses, a lot yep. of hits. Sure. I don't think offensive tackle is a way bigger one or the other. And okay. it is such a premium position that sometimes it's good to take. I'm just glad we don't have to take the swing, at least for left tackle. That's the Orlando Brown signing. Should have filled two needs if Jonah just would have been willing to. And he still might be after he might. if he doesn't have the market and he's just, like, stuck here. I don't think he's. I don't think Jonah is the kind of guy that's going to like throw a hissy fit and yeah. cause drama. No, I agree. I think he made it very clear that his preference would be and what he feels like he is supposed to do and is intended to do is left tackle. Yeah. But to Kayla's point, if the market doesn't give him what he's looking for, then yeah. maybe he does slide to right tackle. But even if he does, I'm still on the tackle for the draft. If there's a, a really excellent candidate available, that's kind of where I'm leaning towards. Just because I feel like two things, the way that the Bengals historically use the tight end position, it's not like, I don't know. It's just not as high of a. Yeah. It's a fourth or fifth right, option right, right. on the offense in the yeah, receiving game. Yes. We don't use them like some teams use tight ends. And so. It, to me, if you got a tackle available that's that's worth their salt, you go for the tackle because they're just so much harder to find. Yeah, you know? and I we need depth pieces there. Yeah, yeah, and one yeah. of the things that uh, Kayla, like I know you said, like I don't watch college either, do I? But Dale and some of the other guys we're in this big group chat with, they are obsessed with the draft, and I've learned so much from them. Fucking and nerds, man! Those nerds, such nerds. <laughs> You, Greg, <laughs> Santori. Um, the the thing about tackle, it's a way shallower as far as the number of guys that are good prospects versus tight ends. It's a really good class. Yeah, so, this is one of the best tight end classes in 
probably 10 years. Okay, why did you even ask this question? It feels like a dumb question. The <laughs> obvious answer is you go for the title. There's no, a lot of Mike, there's a lot of Michael Mayer truthers. Out. Yes, because Michael Mayer is from the area, very productive tight end. Yeah. A lot hey, of people if we think- sign him, I'm I'm happy. I'll be happy no matter who it is. I'll get excited. Yeah, Red's, lost. Red's lost, by the way, officially. It says and then the night. They had a guy on second. But, yeah. yeah, and th- some people believe there's a big drop off, like after like Michael Mayer, um, Dalton Kincaid, Darnell Washington. Some people believe there's a big drop off. Like, I don't think there is. I mean, I think there's eight, nine guys um that, that could be starting tight ends, but everyone's got an opinion. How dare you yell at me, Wendy? I barely talked to you lately. That's why I was here. She's like, what a dumb fucking question. What the fuck do you have to do? That's what I heard. We're doing the portion of yelling at me. (laughs) No, uh, but this episode, I titled it Breakout Candidates. So this is guys who are already on the roster with. See, I was trying to do this for you. So we didn't have to just talk about the new stuff that you're not up to date with. Uh huh. So, do you guys have any breakout candidates that you could see, like either having their best year or somebody off the radar? It could even be a new signing or somebody as a rookie last year. Um, And if so, who and why? I mean, I think the obvious is Dax Hill, right? Like that's what we're hoping for. At the top of my list as well. Yeah. So, I don't know. I think that Cheeto could also come back from injury super strong and. You know, like you didn't skip a beat, and I think that would be that's not a breakout candidate, Kayla. You're cheating. Well, it's a comeback candidate. You're cheating. That's okay. Well, I I don't play by the rules. (laughs) Oh, I think, um, I mean, Dax would have been what I say too, but I'll go ahead and put out there too that I think Volson as good as he was last year, you get Orlando Brown standing next to him. Watch that guy level up. See, I have 11 people written down and Joe before the show said Bolson. And that was the one guy I didn't have. Yeah. Only because I know that like his, he did so good last year. You think like, I don't know, does he have a breakout? Cause he already started really high, but I think you put him next to Orlando Brown and it could be, it could I don't know. It could, it could like just that. go next level. It could be exciting to see. Well, yeah, she I love explained that, that way better than you, Joe. It, well, you might I, as well just stop. There's no way you could have explained it that well because. All right, I'm going. Um, no, I think yeah, you. Bolson has proven that he is a student. I mean, you saw him trying to learn from LC, um, and yeah, he started when no one expected him to, uh, but. He was thrown into a situation where I don't think mentally he was ready for, and he did pretty well, all things considered. So, yeah, I think he's a prime candidate. Uh, the other guy I have on my list is Joseph Osai. And, I, I mean, Osai. I think everything that that happened in that last game, I think that is going to be just a real psychological motivation for him to really break out. Redemption season for Osai. I'm here for it. Even though he has nothing to redeem himself. I was about to say that one really bothered me after that game. Cause I'm like, he was hard on himself though. Dude was playing his ass off to even like, we wouldn't have even been in the position without him. I know. Yeah, exactly. I know. But you know, in his mind, I think that's probably fueling his fire right now yeah and i do appreciate that i'd say three days after that game happened i never saw anybody you know talking crap about osai anymore you know right after the game it was still fresh i think people were saying some things but i think i think we all know like those garbage people that sit around on facebook all day they come out in droves in moments like that and then they shut up after afterwards yeah it's people that are looking for something to be angry about i think will hyper focus on one moment like that at times yeah yeah but if you look at him as a whole like he was coming on toward the end of the season even that game playing so good and i really think like the more snaps he gets he's he's he could be a very special talent in this in this league i love him yeah so that's a good one Mm -hmm. um 
I, I got to go with my guy, Irv Smith. I know we just signed him, but I really feel like he could be a breakout candidate because look at what we do with tight ends. So CJ, once he, you know, he was even, he caught a, Joe's first touchdown in Cleveland and then he got hurt. Then he comes back the next year, has a great year, signs in New York for big money. So we bring in Hurst. Hurst has a really good year, signs for big money in Carolina. So now it's like we're bringing in Irv Smith. I don't see any reason he can't either A, have a really good year and get a big deal elsewhere, or why don't he just have a really good year and stay here because he's yes. only 24 years old. I'll yeah. sign you for two or three years after that. Yeah, if it had come back around to me and nobody had said him yet, I would have said the same thing. Honestly, Dale. Like, and I'm here for it. I love that. I love that we have um, the ability to find some of these guys on other rosters that have all the talent in the world, but maybe just haven't been put in the best position or there's been situations that's kept them from being able to ball out and we believe in them and give them a platform to do their thing. That's what happened with Hayden. And you get this like relationship where they're, in love with us and completely bought in because we gave them that opportunity. And then yeah. also they really did have everything they needed to be incredible. And so I'm here for, for it, for swerve scores even. All right. So before Greg busts a nut in general, we need to do a Luther vision and Whitney, he says he never does you right on these Luther visions. So no, Greg, <laughs> we're going to count down, Greg, we're going to count down. So, what you ready, Whitney? Kayla? Three, two, one. <laughs> oh, no. If it sucks, Greg, it's your fault. Yeah. Watch your eyes will be closed with. I know. 100%. Like, totally screwed it up. I'm going to start taping them open. <laughs> All right, so we're going back around the horn for a second breakout candidate. Is it back to me or Kayla? What about Travion Williams? Is that it was on my list? Yeah, is that like a little it. spicy? I don't know, but no, I'm happy right he's now staying it's in not. Cincinnati. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, Dale said that one before the show. I thought it was spicy. Um, I just I think he's capable of having a breakout. I just I don't know if he's going to have some the breakout moments last season. Yeah. He did. Yeah. So I like that one. I think I didn't pick him just because I'm like, I don't expect him to have a ton of opportunities after the draft and when everything, Correct. yeah. Yeah. When, when everything Maybe. settles with the 53 man roster, like I don't think he's going to be second or better on the depth chart. So it's like, how many shots is he going to get? But I could be wrong. I mean, Injuries kind of held him back a little bit. He's always put in the work, yeah. and I really think that they like him in the building. And he could be a He's breakout candidate if he just keeps with his kick return role and he houses a couple of them during the right. season this year. So he could break out in multiple ways, Joe. That's a good point. So it's a great it's a great pick by Kayla and I. I didn't say it was a bad <laughs> pick. I said it was spicy. Stop <laughs> shitting on it. <laughs> All right, I'll try. Who's yours? So we can shit on it. All right. Uh, make sure I don't do any repeats. Uh, Zach Carter, going back to D-line. I love I that. Think, uh, I think he's just got a lot of potential just rotating in. Um, you know, give us giving those guys a rest on in the interior and getting some path, pass rush. Like, you know, we've talked a lot, Dale, about, you know, getting that guy, you know, that Larry O that we were missing last year. It's like, maybe that guy's already on the roster. <sighs> I don't know. You know, I don't, I don't know. He's going to, he's, he would have to take a big leap. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see how he develops. I think he's going to be a solid deep tackle. I don't know what he gives us in pass rush now, but I do trust in Marion hobby, the D line coach. He is fantastic. Yeah. Like I give all the kudos to that guy. He's been fantastic with, Whoever plays D-line for us, he gets the best out of them. Wit, you got a second one? Yeah, I mean. <clears throat> There's a really easy one out there. Yeah, our, Cam Taylor Britt. Juice Gang. Juice Gang! <laughs> I feel like he's already a superstar to me. I know. <laughs> That's what I know. That's the thing. It's like, <laughs> but he only had like half a season. Right. He didn't even play the first half of the season, basically. So. Yeah. Breakout right. is in breakout what is I'm, in full blown league wide superstar. That's what I'm saying. Like on yes. the map, 
other like gets named on NFL Network every once in a while, mm. name drops like that type of breakout, maybe. Yeah, and not just uh, he's superstar to us. Yeah. Right. True. Right. And I, I'll also offer up somebody. This is like kind of like not a breakout, but on the verge of breakout because he's already amazing. But this is another one of those guys that can maybe hit a new gear this year. And that's Jermaine Pratt. Like, okay. Think about it. It was pretty great last year, though. I was going to say, yeah. No, he was amazing. He was amazing. But I could see him getting, like, a slightly bigger role. Remember when the conference... To play third down more? (laughs) Does he want to play third down? He wants to play all three downs. He's made that clear. Blood drops, yes. Yeah. So after all the blood drop tweets that were very cryptic and we all, like... I don't know, lost our heads thinking that he wanted off the team and he was so mad. He comes back. He's totally bought in. The coaches obviously love him. They believe in him and they backed it up with dollars. And so maybe this is the season that he gets a slightly bigger role and um, has a chip on his shoulder a little bit, but also feels great that he got paid. And But he should have. And I think he thought he was going to get more than $7 million per. So I think the chip yeah. could very well still be there too, sure. wouldn't he? It's possible. See, this this is why we love you, man. I was like, that's kind of, nah. and then I'm like, yeah, you're right. You're right. That does make sense. Yeah, I think he's got just enough attitude. And if he, especially if his role expands a little bit, he might want to show a little something. So I'll say this one for my second one since, you know, Jerome put it in the chat as well. I could see Jeffrey. He had that blocked, uh, I think it was an extra point or a field goal. What are the other versus the Dolphins? Had a little injuries, but like if we don't add another edge, I think he's edge five coming into the season. Um, and I th- I had him as a, like a fourth round prospect, and we got him in the seventh round last year. So that's why I always thought he would make the roster. He did. He stuck around, and I could see him making a leap this year, especially under Marion Hobby. Like so, so I, I am all in with Gunter as as one as well. I only have. I have one, three names written down still left that we haven't said. And they're they're kind of weak, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> but can you guys try to guess them as bre- other breakout candidates that I wrote down? Uh, and I will say, let's see. You told me and I don't even one remember. Of, <laughs> hey, I told you. <laughs> I one of them captain, not, is, our, is our Captain what, America guy one? No, because I've just given up on that because I've had so much faith in him for two years and nothing. But one didn't play last year, but he was a rookie. He was injured. One has played the last couple years. I just think maybe he takes the next step. And then another one we just signed. So, Did we say Nick Scott or Sidney Jones? That has to be one of those two, right? It was Sidney Jones, yeah. (laughs) Sydney, because he's 26. Lou was a cornerback guy. He's a great defense coordinator. I think that Sydney could make that leap. So that's why I had him on that list. Because I could see him sticking around. I know he's on a one-year deal, but I could see him sticking around for another year. Another year, you know, kind of like Eli has lately. So, yes, bingo. Two more names. One that was hurt that didn't play all last year. Oh, God. Yeah. I'm trying to think. People were shouting him from the mountains before we signed Nick Scott. So I'll even tell you, it's a safety. People were saying he could be a starter. And I'm like, he oh. didn't even play last year. Yeah, Tyson Anderson. Yes. Oh. 4-3 speed. But I, I put it down in what I put as special teams. He doesn't need to start. His, I just want to see the man out there on the field with his 4-3 speed. He played all four special teams at Toledo when we drafted him in the fifth round. I think that was a big reason why. So I'm like, let's see that first. But I think he could be a demon on special teams. So that's why he's there. And then the other ones, he has made some plays, but he doesn't play all the time. Defensive player Uh, from the past couple years. ADG? No, but that's not bad either because – that's a conversation if we sign Logan Wilson or him that me and Greg had earlier for for extension. I candidates. love Logan Wilson. This is D-line, so D-line. I'll narrow it down. No, it's not Drew Sample, Crypt Keeper. Shut your damn mouth. <laughs> Can I guess again? Yeah. 
BJ Hill? No. BJ Hill. I'll, I'll just say it. I will str- uh, I will chain myself to that man. I'm like, I feel like we named all the D-line guys. <laughs> Cam Sample. He's oh. made some oh, stops yeah. against the run, some big plays against the Titans. I could see him doing a little more this year. No? What's well, like, nah. <laughs> I'm, okay, I don't I, – I love every Bengals player. Don't get me wrong. This is no shade, but I've just never been on the sample. Right. Well, I'm not on Drew's sample. I'm on Cam's sample. Different samples. Different samples for different people. And I'd rather have the Cam flavor than the Drew flavor of my <laughs> sample, to be honest. Me too, but still. We'll see. I hope so. That'd be great. Yeah, yeah. and uh, Keith here in the chat saying that uh, and there's a three-year captain. In college. Yeah, all the traits, all the special teams, all the speed, all the attributes, and we got them in the fifth round. Love it. But, like, when people was like, when we lost Vaughn, they're like, well, we have Tyson Anderson and Dax Hill. I'm like, ah, we did not draft Tyson Anderson to start at safety. I'm like, slow up on that. And that's why we brought in Nick Scott. Yeah, I was looking up. I was like, what was Tyson even hurt with? Like, was it just a hamstring? I don't know, but I know it was before the season. They put him on injury reserve for the season. Yeah, it was yeah, a hamstring injury. Yeah, didn't play preseason, right? Yeah, no. We didn't really see anything out of him. I'll be right back. You're good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was put on. It must have been some sort of really bad hamstring injury, um, like a IR return designation. Like I think, like end of the season or early in the playoffs, it looks like. But yeah, I mean, I remember some people saying we don't need a safety help. Tyson Anderson. I'm just like, that's almost like I'd getting still like a vet <laughs> here. You know, we'll yeah, come back fresh. Yeah, it's like maybe. But I'd like a vet as an insurance policy. And, mm. uh, you know, that was the same thing I was talking about with with tight end. It's like, yeah, that's a great, but I'd really like a vet. Just somebody that has some experience. So, you know, we're not betting on a rookie to start week one. So I was super excited about Irv Smith. Um, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I have this. I have a really good feeling about another player, y'all. It's this Joe Burrow guy. I think he's <laughs> Who? I, I think he's a cut candidate. He, he costs too much money. He wants so much money. Did you hear it? Something like $40, $50 million a year. He's, he's too expensive. We'll probably cut him. Brandon Allen. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, but for real, like that was me being funny. But at the same time, how excited are we? Knock on every piece of wood you have around you that he might have a normal freaking off season this year. There's no COVID going on there. Hopefully, like we've gotten rid of the appendix. <laughs> yes, and hopefully he gets paid soon. <laughs> yeah, April first. Hopefully, right. Yeah, that's going to be the only thing abnormal is that he's going to be just set up for life um, with the amount of money he's going to be getting paid. So, yeah, I'm super excited about that. Uh, Zeke Natty, Greg will not give this thing a rest. He is obsessed with Zeke, not necessarily as the every down guy. He likes him from a pass protection standpoint, taking over the Samaj P. Ryan role and then drafting a rookie or keeping Mixon as that, you know, first and second down guy. Kayla, what what are your thoughts? I was just gonna say, I understand because I saw that. We were on his wish list team, and anybody who's like, I want to play for Cincinnati, I'm like, oh, come on over then. <laughs> sure. <laughs> come on, why not? Take a discount and come play with Joe Burrow. We'll welcome you with open arms. Absolutely. And that's the thing. I don't think he's looking to get paid big money. I would hope not, because he's not going to get it. <laughs> no, he's not going to get it. Yeah. With, do you, Whit, have, any do you have any about thoughts? Zeke? Crop top, it's crop top guy. That's what I what said. about Pam? Is Pam still watching? Probably. I don't know why. Um, <laughs> I uh, I don't. I'm not Greg Luther on this one. I I'm not Team Greg on this. Like I can't get myself Ooh, excited Greg. about Zeke. I'm sorry. I just can't do it. Like if he's like a backup, whatever, and he comes cheap, I know that sounds really awful and derogatory. And if we get him and he does a good job, I'll be the first to like worship at his feet. But like I just, <laughs> I have been so off of Zeke ever since he burned me in fantasy one year, and I have. Not I was gonna him. say there's <laughs> a, a reason. There's something it's behind personal. this. 
I was going to say a friend that's a Cowboys fan is what I was thinking. Well, and one of my best girlfriends is a diehard Cowboy fan. And so I have spent the last few seasons, I told you this, making fun of Zeke and his unrealized potential. Yeah, I knew, I kind of knew that part of it a little and bit. So, I like, thought that's I where you were going. Yeah, I have to eat so much damn crow if he becomes a Bengal. It's stupid. <laughs> like, I have to backtrack on like three solid years of trash talk. Yeah. Uh, all right, but mama, you're still here. I know what? you might not have anything else to watch. That's fine. We'll take it. That's any views we get because of that is perfect. Yeah. Thank you, Pam. <laughs> but what is your opinion on Zeke Elliott and his crop top, Pam? That's the real question. That's yeah. the answers we need. Yeah, yeah. we'll wait for her to answer. Like, I think he is more exciting as a name. And yeah. Especially the people that, you know, have Buckeye fan connections shut up, and shut up. someone I know. No, you're good. Um, so the name and those highlights in our heads, uh, that seems like it was very recently, but in running back years, it was a long ass time ago. And he's been on the decline the last couple years. <laughs> Well, you haven't seen me in one pan. Yeah. <laughs> just wait. He can That's for after dark. <laughs> I just rent the whole thing. I'm sorry, Pam. Just rent the whole moment for you. I'll say, something, I'll say something really controversial if you want me to. Yes. About the um, Zeke Elliott thing and what you just said, Joe, about the name. And I put him in a class of player that I feel like there's this phenomenon where if they have like one really insane year, even two like really insane years, that everybody, including them, buys into that, that they're just permanently a A1 elite player. Yes. <clears throat> Mar Jackson. <clears throat> but Steven Jackson. Reality, like I put him in with Lamar. Like I just feel like everybody remembers. Ooh, she's coming season. in hot now. There's a couple amazing seasons. But they seem to forget that they're injury prone. They're injured a lot. What have they done for me lately? The NFL is not a league where you can hang on three seasons ago. But yeah, look what I did three seasons ago. No one gives a shit. Like, what do you? What can you do right now to contribute to this team this year to go to the big game? And especially, I don't know I'm sorry, that I didn't mean to cut you. Yeah, especially at the running back position. Yeah, that is the one where it's just like. I don't care what you did two seasons ago. Don't you know. bury the lead here, Joe. She's got some hot takes on Lamar. We got to get back to now. that. Lamar is finding hey, out. Hey, Lamar's a running back, so. He is. <laughs> <laughs> like, he is in the running back conversation. You're right. But I hope my dad, who's from Louisville, is not watching this show. He would oh. be so upset. I don't believe <laughs> that. It was such a <laughs> I'm just saying, like. I'm not taking anything away from the fact that Lamar is an amazing player. Zeke it has got obvious gifts, right? And they've both proven it, that they can do it at the highest level. But lately, have they? And I think that, like, Ravens called Lamar's bluff. Like, okay, buddy, you want to get paid Deshaun Watson money? Let's go let the market tell you. If they're willing to pay you Deshaun Watson money. And I don't know about you guys, and maybe there's stuff that's going on that we haven't heard about, but it's been freaking crickets since he hit the market. I haven't heard anything serious, and there's a I reason mean, for that. What about Ken Francis? What? <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. I know they're working on the newest version of the ab roller, but I'm sorry. <laughs> not but he represents himself, too. I don't think that's helped him right. not having an agent. Well, I don't even care about that. Like, okay, yeah, that hasn't helped him. It definitely hasn't. I feel like he's the Well, I don't think it helps you when you're one of the guys wanting $200 million guaranteed. Like, it we've seen hurt. offensive tackles and different guys who I can represent myself and not pay the agent. This, right. You're talking like some astronomical numbers with guaranteed money. Right. That, and I, I'm, not, I'm not in their shoes. I don't know. But I just think, like, it probably wouldn't have hurt him to be like, hey, Maybe I should bring in an agent even to consult me yep. and not and not Ken. Not yep. and Ken. I, <laughs> and I think ever since Watson got his deal, he is under the mentality that that set the market and it didn't. 
the market is going is normalizing again. It's like, yeah. no, that was an anomaly. That was something right. stupid. The no, that was Cleveland. Yeah, yeah I was gonna say that's Cleveland, then Cleveland. Yeah, that There's that's not reason. the new market benchmark anymore. And yeah. he needs an agent to keep him realistic, and I don't think that's happening. Well, um, the, the no, league is about to give him that realistic wake up call right, right now by virtue of not offering him that. But the point is, is like the reality is that the NFL is not going to pay. Teams are not going to pay you for what you did three years ago or what you maybe can do. They're looking for proven talent that can do it right now. Now, I think there is still a chance that someone takes a flyer on Lamar. And the reason being is because you cannot win in this league down the stretch unless yeah. you have an elite QB. Like there is a definite separation right now in the teams the haves and has nots you either have an elite qb or you don't and you can be a great team but you're only going so far you're not going the whole way right and teams know that and so there's a lot of teams out there right now that don't have that piece pretty much of the entire nfc for example (laughs) so like i could see a team taking a fly on him but like i still don't think he's getting deshaun watson money no in this universe I think the rumor mill will start picking up after the draft because I think there are a lot of teams that are looking at that price tag and being like, that's a lot to commit. Yeah. There are some guys in the draft we really like. Let's see what happens if um the Colts or whoever. And that if they miss out on that guy, then maybe they give Lamar a call. See, I'm on the opposite of that. I think as we get close to the draft, that's when he may get a deal. And it's with that team you just mm. said, the Colts. Like the Colts might be like, well, we're picking fourth. We already know the top two are taking quarterbacks. We could easily get traded in front of for three for someone True. else who wants a quarterback. Do we want the fourth quarterback or should we try to trade for right. you really Lamar think and, quarterbacks are going one, two, and three? I think yeah. there's a I think you there's do? a good chance of it. Yeah. I definitely think they're going one and two. Well, hundred percent going one and two. And then I mean the Colts need a quarterback as of now and they're at four, so it would make sense for anybody else that needs a quarterback to try to trade into that three spot. And that's what somebody asked the other day, because I honestly didn't remember. They're like, when's the last time they went one, two, three? It was just a few years ago when it was like Trey Lance and those guys. Trey Lance was third for the 49ers. It's Arizona that has the third And Zach Wilson and Trevor Lawrence, I think. That was the three. Trevor and then Zach Wilson, everyone's favorite MILF hunter. And... Trey Lance. What a ding dong, man. <laughs> What's wrong with yeah, that? I don't think Arizona is going to take a quarterback at three. Arizona. Yeah, right. Not, someone could trade in front of them. Yeah. You're right. So the Colts the other- are sitting there right now with like, we don't control. The best we can do is maybe get the fourth quarterback, maybe the third if no one trades up. Yeah. And we could use this pick to potentially, you know, get Lamar and know what we have. Which will keep Lamar in the AFC, which I'd rather not do, but whatever. I don't care. I can just see it anymore. It's not like we've struggled against him a lot. Oh, sick, but very true burn. Good job. (laughs) (laughs) I just, I didn't mean to make a whole conversation about Lamar Jackson. I just, I do think there is a thing, uh, like an illness that some players catch where they feel like, something that they did a few years ago should dictate, you know, what they're going to get right now. And you can only live off your name so long before teams are going to be like, yeah, but X's and O's like, is it worth the investment? Is it going to get right. me my yeah. team? Well, it's double? a, what have you done for me lately? Type it's, stuff. It is. It's, and if there's yeah. too many question marks, especially injury related, it's hard for them to justify yeah. it. With Taylor, his play style have, too. Well, I was just so, going to say, I mean, if you're a, QB needy team though right now think about all of the first round quarterbacks that have busted like yeah. Josh Rosen Sam Darnold like at least that you was know all in that Jackson. same draft right there and Baker yeah. Baker yeah. Josh Allen was the one that panned out and yep. this was he the fourth the one fifth? taken I think that so. the Bills traded up for and then and then the Mar was the fifth one taken mm-hmm. at the end of the first you know but it almost makes me wonder if there is issues with 
negotiating with him. You go back to the fact that he doesn't have an agent. Yeah. And I know that when the Deshaun Watson deal went down, like the Ravens ownership and front office were the first to come out on attack for the Browns being awful <laughs> and what an awful deal that was and the implications of it. And I think it's probably because they already knew they had a nightmare on their hands trying to get him re-signed and what he was asking for was already um, outside of whatever their comfort zone is. And then you add that to it and they were probably all like, you mofos, like we'll never get him signed now. And so I almost wonder if he's part of the problem a little bit, just like how he's dealing with these teams and talking to these teams and what he's asking for. Damn, Stranger 4-420. That is deep, brother. That is so good. It is so good. As they say, a man who represents himself has a fool for Yoda a client. Wow, <laughs> stranger. How much well, weed did you smoke today? Because that was excellent. I know. Well, and Lamar's so got his his fitness, you know, buddy making phone Please. calls for him. And then he's got Meek Mill contacting Robert Kraft. It's just like, if I'm a team, I'm just like, what the Did fuck you guys you see got? that? Yeah, you got rappers contacting me. What, what's going oh, on? Oh, I'm just drinking in all of the Ravens drama. I live for it, so yes. yeah, I'm following it. <laughs> yeah, it's about time. What was the Meek Mill thing though, Joe? It was like it supposedly he contacted Robert Kraft about like signing Lamar. Yeah, Meek Mill, a rapper, contacted Robert Kraft, the owner, and the owner, yeah. I believe, he said you'd have to talk to Bill about that. Meek Mill texted Lamar or texted Robert Kraft about Lamar, and he just said, "Yeah, it's up to Bill." Yeah, it's Belichick. I'm like, I can't believe this is a real story. Well, I'm about <laughs> yeah, to Meek have Mill is texting Robert Kraft on behalf of Lamar Jackson. I'm like, what am I dreaming? Yeah, and then the owner of the team is like, "Well, you have to ask Bill. I'm not ruling it out." He's like, "I don't know. I don't know what's going on. I don't know, Mister Bill." I need 50 Cent to start getting on the phone for me, like repping me, like yo, Bingles. Are you sure? You you need another water, girl. Are you sure you want that, Whitney? But why does Meek Mill have Robert Kraft's phone number to text in the first place? Do they go to the same massage parlor? I probably. Most likely. Oh, man. I don't know. I didn't know that story. That's great. Conspiracy theory time. It's wild. I don't know. I don't know how this turned into Lamar Jackson stuff, but it's Whitney's fault. It happened. It is. This is fun. Maybe he'll be the breakout player next year. (laughs) There, I tied it in. We'll sign him to play running back. (laughs) All right. Upcoming plans for this season. Away games that anyone's going to. Um, is anyone going to actually come up to Cincinnati for once and hang out with their best friends? You know. We'll start with you, Whitney. Me! I'm going to. Yes! I'm 100% going to something, but I'll probably try to go to the first game. Yeah. The home opener. Okay. See, Jerry, Jerry, see, she had already told me that. Now she ain't on here for, to confirm this with you yeah. in front of everyone else. But <laughs> no, she said like, she was making you come to that first game. Yeah. The whole I'm that. And then us girls talked about um, trying to go to the Jacksonville game, hoping that it's in the winter. You're going, Joe? Yep. So um, all my all my family lives in Jacksonville, my parents, brother, sister. So it's good excuse to go down there visit with them go to the game well kayla go ahead and plan on that because we were just talking the other night bridget and jerry and i because bridget is all about coming to florida when she can and me and jerry are already here so we're kind of a given so jacksonville and then we might go to the um san francisco game and then other than that i don't know nice yeah yeah i was gonna say we were probably gonna try to go to the jacksonville game i don't know if we're gonna we don't have any plans yet, but well, yeah, I'll be at all the is. home games. But there you yeah. go. Well, yeah, we we see you, Kayla, repping all, for a Tiger Stock all the time. You and Jess. <laughs> I think Whit, you're the only one that I haven't met in person still. Well, we'd see Jerry. We'd see Jerry all the time too. She just had her baby last year, though. 
She, yeah. I still seen her two or three times. You know who I didn't see last year? Not once. Not a single. All right. No one. Oh, <laughs> cool. Man. I know. I didn't make it to a single home game last year, but I made it to away games. Yeah. Well, I got to meet a lot of people that I hadn't met yet, so that was cool. That's cool. Yeah. yeah, Dale was calling you a fake fan before you joined. Oh bullshit! Okay. Don't okay. don't don't you do that, Joe? I, I remember that. Sure. Wit Wit knows better. I ain't, I ain't talking no I'm shit about that. Wit. <laughs> no, yeah, I wouldn't I, mess with her. No, no, I'm not crazy. Like I'm crazy, but I'm not that crazy. Yeah. Yeah, we don't fire fire shots at Wit. All right. No, I'll be at one. I'll be at the the home opener. We'll make a whole thing of it. Awesome. All right, ladies, tell us where we can find you. I'm going to end this one. If you guys got a couple minutes to stick around after to chat. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Um, so where can we find you after draft episode? Yeah, I think we're planning on doing something sometime after the draft. I don't think we have a date yet, but um, you can Some follow night. us on Tigers Talk Pod on Twitter. Um, subscribe to our show on YouTube. At K Swelbs. Yeah, follow me, K Swelbs. <laughs> yeah, and same thing, Tigers Talk Pod. Find us there. Find us on YouTube. I'm Bingles Whitney on Twitter. And the about, morning show. We have we're not doing anything in the off season, I don't think, but Sunday mornings during the regular season, me and Tyler Minerding and Bridget Jancars are together. So let's see other place. It's such a wonderful, cozy morning game time ritual for me. Like, I have my coffee. I'm getting ready for the game, and I'm just, like, watching it on my phone. <laughs> That's great. I just – yeah, it's my excuse to chug a bunch of coffee. I usually am double-fisted two different Bengals mugs. On them. <laughs> yeah. It gets you started for the Bengals game day. It, it makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Joe, you got anything to plug? Just, just our merch store. Bengalsandbrews.selfie.com. A uh, bunch of cool designs up there. We'll keep adding more. And no one buys anything from it. Though. I want. No, they're selling like hotcakes. You got to get them quick <laughs> before so, they're uh, all We're gone. almost sold out of all the merchandise. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> so if please. you go to the Bengals and Brews Twitter account, there's a get it before it's gone. Right our page. So get them before they're gone. Limited. They might be gone before the end of the sentence. That's how yeah, limited is. supply. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Who day? Who day? Who day, everyone? Who day? Who day, baby? Let's go! It's time! Cincinnati, we gon' rise in love. In the jungle, we unite in love. Trippin' on your black and white. Who day when we fight? Living die. Now who got a move rockin' on? Now who wanna move crossin' on? Now who wanna move out on? If you got stripes, then you let the city know you rock them. Yeah, we got them. Yeah, we fought them. Like that black ain't on your bottle. Bingo bottle. Never stop it. To the beast of beast and know them. Who they rockin' with the diamond stripes? Flossin' on the ring. Cincinnati, she's our queen. We gon' show the world who king. Who in the